Welcome back to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi, and uh, it's been like a couple weeks since we dropped an episode or a walk and talk or bonus episodes um, because my wife gave birth to our daughter, as most of you might know, uh, especially if you follow us on social media. My wife has been pregnant um, pretty much since after we got married, and our baby was due sometime late January, and she came around three days before her five days before her due date um and as i'm recording this um if you don't follow us on social media my daughter kiara rose garaldi is in my arms sleeping i know you probably hear her hold on she's a loud breather like her dad um so anyway yeah, she, Kiara Rose Garaldi is the name that we um, named our daughter, and she, which is inspired by Blessed Kiara Badano, who's one of the first saints I learned about, or I guess Blesseds, but she's from Gen X, uh, she's a Gen X saint, or soon-to-be saint. Uh, there's also a different Kiara, um, um, servant of God, who's also from Gen X, and I forget how to say her name, but I know it's Kiara something. In any case, they're both Italian. The name is very beautiful. Um, I like first got acquainted with Chiara Luce Badano, and I thought she was awesome. Her story was great. Um, and I was like, man, I kind of want to name my daughter that. <laughs> and uh, Sarah liked it, and but she wanted to name her middle name as Rose, um, to tied to St. Therese of Lisieux and Sarah's connection to her and Rose's. So... That's where her name came from. But, um, yeah, the last time I recorded, last month, we recorded a lot of walk and talks because I was doing the mile day challenge um, where Jarrell, uh, for the living person, hosts every year, like just encouraging a group, the community to run, walk, be act, do something active every day for 30 days uh, for a whole month just to, you know, in- inspire change and commitment and showing up. Um, I, I chose to walk it in previous years I ran. Um, but when I walked, I was able to record, um, like episodes as I walked in the frigid cold of here in the North, I was able to take my microphone, take my, my cell phone, my microphone and record an episode. And it's, it was been great. And I really enjoyed like getting back to just the basics of just recording with a mic, um, if you are an early follower of Living Ardently, you know that um, in the beginning of Living Ardently, it was just me and a microphone recording. And that's how I can, you know, um, encourage people to do just like pick up a microphone or whatever microphone you do have and start recording and see how it goes. Um, and going back to that during that challenge, doing those bonus episodes of cold walk and talks, it's and not, you know, having anything video to edit it kind of like you know made it easier for me to commit to um something more simple something easier to edit um you know when editing the full episodes i usually am doing it with the zoom um so i'm doing editing uh video editing having two audio tracks and having to do the transitions and uh especially you know just visual effects lower thirds all that stuff ads um, and putting them together, um, and before I upgraded my computer, it took forever to export, 
Um, luckily now it doesn't, but like it just took a lot of effort to edit an episode, maybe like two hours um, total uh, to just edit and not to mention recording, which takes about two hours as well. So it was like a four hour commitment um, to try to do that weekly was just, you know, with a full time job and a wife, it was kind of hard to commit to. Um, and especially now with a baby. So I was like, you know, I really don't want to give Living Ardently Up. And I was talking about it in some of those bonus episodes, those walk and talk episodes where, you know, this might be where we go at least for a few, a few months just back to the brass, you know, back to the basics where I'm just editing audio. Um, I, I would definitely still have my co-host back on, hopefully to have Jarrell back on and um, Steve back on on an episodes and stuff like that. Steve is, um, as some of you know, or Steve and his wife, Emily, are also having expecting a child later this year. So, you know, um, with all of us becoming fathers, I mean, Jarrell is already a father of two. You know, it's it's kind of hard to work around family and, you know, you don't want to take time away from family, but, you know, this is something we all kind of love as well at the same time. Uh, we love to do and we, we, we decide we want to do it. So we just got to, you know, figure time out to do it. So it might just turn back to me and Sarah doing episodes together, which I know, um, you guys actually love, um, a lot of the episodes with Sarah really get a lot of, um, are some of our most listened to episodes uh so we will do more of those potentially it might just go back to me again um i still hope to do interviews with with people i have like three interviews that i have on pause right now um but you know um that being said i just like thought about it and prayed about it as like you know i still want to do living ardently but i want to make it easier simpler and going back to just me and the microphone for a little bit might be the case and um that's what's going on right now so the full episodes are going to be youtubeless for a while i might just put up the audio so youtube doesn't get left behind um but for now i think it's going to be just easier of a commitment to keep up with if i do um audio like audio clips you know just audio straight up audio without visual um, podcast, um, just to abandon that for a little bit, just so I can, you know, have time to, um, be, you know, so I can have time to be with my family and to, you know, be a dad, but also still keep this up because like I said, it is a passion project of mine. I do care a lot about it. So, yeah. So that's kind of what we're going to be doing. And, um, (laughs) they're probably very in length and usually they're about, an hour long, more sometimes a bit more, most of the time a bit more than an hour. But um, if it's just me, I can't talk by myself for an hour. I mean, I technically could, but it's just it get, you get winded, you know. And also, you know, I gotta feed the baby every so often. So, um, in any case, I just wanted to talk about like how I, I made a post about this just recently. Um, it was a cute little montage video of of um, Kiara uh, to this song that this rapper made um he's really cool like i just found this artist through the song and it's like man i really like this guy's flow and i listen to his music and it's just really like he has this mix of singing and rapping that i just and i enjoy um um his name is Ains, 
A-N-E-E-S, I think is how you spell his name. I'll have his um, link to his music in the show notes, but um, his songs are just really great. He's a, he's a married man and um, talks a lot about, sings a lot about love and in a pure, in a pure way, not in a um, overly sexualized way like most rap um, is stereotypically um, made out to be, um, which I don't think is always the case but yeah I mean some mainstream rap can be very obviously derogatory but his rap is just very you know wholesome and I really enjoy it so definitely check him out if you're into that kind of rap R&B kind of poppy rap music um because he's again just become one of my uh, new favorite artists that I'm listening to and then he doesn't have a lot of music out right now it's still up and coming I think he's in February he's hoping to drop um, an EP or an album so that's exciting and the song that I use for the reel that I posted of Kiara um, hopefully will be on it um, you probably heard it if you scroll on TikTok or Instagram long enough you probably heard it a couple times um, regardless I in that post I um, I wrote a little reflection about how fatherhood is really you know you hear the stereotypical stuff about how fatherhood will change you and this and that you know like I knew that fatherhood would change me and it's always something I've looked forward to as a kid um well probably like when I was a little bit older I was like oh I can't wait to be a dad and you know I love my dad um but I knew that I wanted to be a be a different kind of dad to for my kids um I wanted to do things differently and that kind of inspired me to like really you know, when my, in my discernment, like, um, whether I were to be called to be, you know, be called to the religious life or to married life, um, part of that discernment really came in of like wanting to, to be the, the father that do things, you know, different men in my life, my dad included, have inspired me in different ways to be a better version of a father than I've seen. You know, there are some men that I have modeled, I think good fatherhood and beautiful ways and you know I, I strive to be like them um, but all, all, at the end of the day it's like my own twist to it um, from what I know and and I've been so excited to kind of be able to I guess live that out um, that you know I always want I just like for the first time really want to be prepared for it like um, just trying to watch YouTube videos. This guy on YouTube called Dad Verb binged a lot of his videos leading up to Kiara's birth. Um, also, just like a lot of um, podcasts. Um, I didn't read a lot. I'm not a reader per se, but I listen to a lot of podcasts about dads and, you know, talk to my friends about fatherhood, those who are parents, you know, get some advice from my mentors. Um, just kind of getting to talk about it and prepare my heart and knowing that I want to go into therapy, like go into therapy so that I can, you know, not let past wounds of mine affect the way I parent Kiara um, or be a husband to Sarah. So this is just like a lot of what I've been, you know, trying to do and prepare for these past few months, especially during my um, transition into this new environment, you know, it's always, it's been a year since I accepted the job. Um, but in May will be one year since being here and we're closer to that, um, to that one year than I realized. And, um, 
I I just finally feel like I'm getting used to this place. Obviously, winter is a whole different monster, and um, you know, with Kiara now too, it's a whole different thing. But um, there's been a lot of transition, a lot of change that's been happening. Um, but when Kiara came and I was able to hold her in my arms, it was like that change just became so real, um, in a beautiful way. Like it was daunting, but also like exciting at the same time. You know, I finally, um, the you know, thing that I've been preparing for and hoping for, and it became real. Like, oh man, like the daunting task of, you know, making sure that I do this parenthood thing the right way, um, became ev- more evident when I was holding her, looking at her, and she was looking at me, um, the day she was born, um, so yeah, it's been pretty, pretty life-changing. Actually, the two days before she was born, I was recording a podcast. I mean, a uh, walk and talk. I, I haven't actually been able to edit it, but I was talking about, like, um, things about, you know, um, what I was doing to prepare. I think I, I think that's what I've been talking about um, for, for Kiara and as a parent, but... um. Actually, I even joked about like, oh, my wife could be going into labor right now and I wouldn't know it. Later that day, later that night is when she actually, um, her water broke um, and labor officially, quote unquote, started. Um, but she, Kiara didn't join us until like 35 hours later. So she came on the 18th and uh, yeah, beautiful little girl was healthy. Six pounds, 11 ounces, um, 19 inches long. And uh, we went home two days later. So we had a lot of help with Sarah's family being here. Um, kind of got a hang of it. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm, I have a younger sister who's 12 years younger than me. And um, as a 12-year-old, I got to take care of my sister a lot. My parents were both working um, to be able to, you know, afford our lifestyle, afford our home and everything like that. So having having that experience of, you know, something that I had to do daily for how many years you know taking care of my sister became so you know like kind of just like riding a bike it came back to me pretty pretty easily I would say um so taking care changing diapers all that came like pretty easily um so that part of fatherhood hasn't really been the big change it's like the reality that this is not somebody else's baby that this is my baby (laughs) and my child that I'm responsible for um and so that that daunting reality and beautiful reality um hit me like this that entire first week like the times of the silence where things kind of the dust kind of settled that started to swirl up my mind and just those thoughts and what I still needed to do and how I can still improve and um how that needed to happen you know and it's just been like you know something I try not to let myself I guess get carried away in in the future because I always get excited as well at the same time like of the like I I look at the how daunting of a task it will be I also like think about oh man I can't wait to take Kiara to Disney and uh, you know like I wonder what like Disney like princess she'll love or like look towards you know being a mixed baby um it's gonna be a little bit different than um what uh, like what I experience as a full-blooded Filipino 
um, born and raised in America, like not really knowing where my identity was. Like, it's going to be a little bit different for her where it's like she is mixed and I feel like she's going to have her own like, how do I identify, you know, like as a Filipino, as a as an American, as um, is she going to have a strong like connection to her Filipino roots? Am I going to do a good job at doing that? Like, you know, it's just like a, a big question mark as to what's going to happen. But, you know, it's, again, just a, it, that's a real, pretty good example of like how my mind's been like. I think about the Disney princesses, then I turned into like, oh, how is she going to identify, (laughs) you know? Um, So it's been, it's been pretty, um, I don't, I don't want to say like, um, scary because it's not scary. It's, it's exciting, but it definitely is something that I noticed that first week and it still happens, you know, like there's still a lot of thoughts and things that I think about often, um, of what I need to do and how I should do it and what is best practice or whatever. Um, but I try not to get too caught up in it and just let myself be in the moment where like, you know, when she sleeps, I just look at her when she's up and she's starting to this point where she like, she's, she's just up to be up and staring and chilling out. She's a pretty chill baby. You know, she'll eat, wake up, sleep, cry when she needs a diaper change or need to eat. Um, Hopefully she stays that way because it's been pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's it's been pretty life changing. Um, I like I don't want to understate it, and I know it's like a cliche to be to be said every time a, a child is born, but it's truly something that I don't think I've ever experienced in my life. Something so definitive, like marriage was like yeah, pretty definitive and like you know, at that moment, life-changing, um, but this, having a child, I think, was even more, more real than that, or more, um, I don't know what the word is, but, like, I don't know, I just feel like it hit harder, or it just meant more, um, not that marriage didn't mean a lot, but it's just, you know, you prepare, like, you know, in the marriage, like, when you get married, you, like, or you've been dating this person, you know this person, you kind of get on a general idea of how things will be, but with pregnancy, like, the baby's, like, one day she's in your, be- like, your wife's belly, um, and then she's there, she's here, and, like, you have to help feed her, eat, you know, change her, do all these things, and suddenly it's, like, just a, like, literally such a big life change. So I'm not going to eat my words and, and go back on that, on how, you know, pre- you know having a kid is a lot different and more life-changing than marriage is, because I think it's true um, in that in that manner. So, you know, you can only do so much to prepare for something that you don't have in front of you. Um, when in the marriage, I mean, like preparing for a marriage with a couple, you're there, you have time to work on it tangibly in front of you. Whereas, like, preparing for a baby, that's not like... I don't know, like, I don't know if there's that much you can really do to prepare for a baby, you know what I mean, um, like, you can get all the stuff, like, the changing tables, the bassinets, all the stuff, like, you know, the material things, but until you're face-to-face with this new life, it's, there's no real change in your life, you know, I don't think, um, but yeah, this responsibility is amazing, and it's, it's a beautiful thing, and, Something I, I've learned um, in these few, you know, two weeks of being a father, um, 
one thing that I learned is to not, you know, let myself um, swirl down into these thoughts of like, if I'm doing things right or, um, you know, just like, am I being, how am I going to be a good father? What do I need to change? And this and that, like I said earlier, like it's something that I, I was always in my mind, but um, I try not to let myself, now don't try to let myself get too worried, like in the midst of it all, like not to get lost in it. Um, but to just let myself be in the moment and and be with my child and, you know, hold her or, you know, feed her or whatever, changing those diapers, um, having these late nights with her um, to take care of her so Sarah can sleep, um, having these moments where I'm just able to be present, you know, is, is a bit more calming, you know, makes things a bit more tangible, a bit more... Um, I guess less daunting when you look at it in a larger scheme, a, a time process, you know, like looking three months down the line and just like taking it day by day. And I know that's like, again, another cliche, um, but it's so easy to just think about what's going to happen next that you forget about the present and you forget about what's going on or you just get lost in the preparation um, which I've experienced in the past and, and whatever the case, whether it's like graduation, you know, finals, um, like I just wish like college, like I think about this, all, like college in particular, like when I was in college, I feel like I was pretty good at like being in the moment, but especially towards the end, I was so afraid of like failing or not making the grades I needed to, cause I wasn't a great student. Like I was distracted easily. Um, I'm pretty sure like, uh, I mean, people like hated to study with me because I you know, loved and hated studying with me because I'd get distracted so easily, but the, like the way we get distracted and do whatever we did was fun. It's just like, sometimes we just needed to study and I just wasn't the greatest for that. So sometimes I just try to study alone. Um, but in any case, like there was a moment at the end of like my, like, semesters at uh, in college in my undergrad that I just like really focus on school and forget to live out these last three months I had with these people you know um and I look back at that I'm like man I really wish that you know I just went to that beach that one night at three uh, one o'clock in the morning like yeah would have been pretty stupid but I didn't have class until you know 1 p.m that next day so I could have slept a little bit in but instead I just stayed and wrote a paper and I didn't even get that far in my paper so like it's just in in some of those moments I think like man if I had just not been so worried about it yeah it's like a smaller thing um but you know I, I think about that sometimes not that I was so always like that but there were moments where I'm like man those are the moments like I don't get to live those out again and I have these friends that are scattered across the world some I mean like the states some across the world um, that I, I, I don't ever see or some I don't even talk to as much anymore. Um, those who I lived with, like, um, those who I saw every day aren't part of my life. And, um, sometimes I just think about it like, dang, I should have, you know, just gone to the beach or, you know, stayed out a little bit later and chatted with people, um, and cherished those moments. Um, luckily I lived close to my college and I had some friends that were still, I mean, like, I was pretty close with everybody in different grades. It was a small Catholic college. So I got to go back and, and kind of do that as a graduate. 
um, and visit a lot. I actually got um, like roasted a couple times by some fellow people in my class who were like, bro, why do you keep going back? Like da 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 da. But I had a lot of good friends who were in the grade who graduated the year after me, so I came. I kept going back um, for two years, like until the last people that I knew graduated, and I was like, okay, there's really no point for me going anymore unless there's like alumni weekends. But yeah, that's just kind of like the, an example that I had where. I spent so much time like worrying about something in the future that I forgot what was happening right now, you know, and I kind of think about that like in marriage, maybe like that happened a little bit, you know, preparing for our wedding, Um, but, you know, for Kiara, I refuse to let that happen, you know, I I refuse to let myself get so worried about three months later or coming down the line or what needs to happen that I lose sight of what's happening right now. And, you know, I could put her back in her bassinet and, and let her sleep, but I just love holding her sometimes and just having, you know, this moments where I'm holding her and she's sleeping. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, just really refreshing um, being a dad. And I can't wait, you know, obviously to, to be able to talk to her and, you know, teach her things. Obviously, um, there's a lot in between that and I'm not going to lose sight of that. Um, but the one thing, yeah, like I said, I just refuse to let myself not be present in this moment. And I know again, cliche, yes, but so true, especially for parents out there. So, um, parents, I implore you, those of you who are much, you know, even if you're new parents or parents of like toddlers or several kids, like I know, I know it can be just so easy to just want to escape or to go back to what it was prior, or looking forward to like what's happening in the future, that I, I just feel like it's so easy that we, we don't even realize that we're doing that. So parents out there, um, newlyweds even, I, I employ or soon to be weds or whatever, wherever stage of life you are, wherever you are, you're looking forward to, like let's not lose sight of what's happening now. Um, Teaching me this 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 new life, Kiara has taught me really to be present, which I thought I already knew. Like I, I really I thought I knew how to be present, and I, I I believe that I was, you know, to a certain extent. But like be, having Kiara has taught me uh, a new level of being present that I don't think I practiced well prior to her. Um, I feel like I'm more present with my wife. Um, I feel like I'm more present with my friends when I get to talk to them and, you know, I get to FaceTime with them, especially and my family. And when I get to FaceTime with them, um, it's a bit more intentional, uh, a deeper level of intentionality that I don't think um, I've experienced yet, um, that I'm just now experiencing it. And I think that's really awesome. So wherever you are, where if you're a parent or newlyweds or soon to be married um, or, you know, soon to graduate where whatever stage of life, like if you're listening to this, like I just want you to check how present you're actually being in your situations, um, especially right now during this pandemic and you know life is so fragile, so frail. Um, I just want you to you know take this time to kind of reconsider like how present you've been in these past few months, especially like in prayer, right? Like this has also taught me to really cherish silence a bit more. Um, not in a way that like Kiara is always like taking, there's so much noise. There really isn't that much noise, but like, um, I think I have a bit more patience of being 
like when I'm in prayer, just being quiet, um, and just waiting to listen, you know, um, it, 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 like, again, like this parenthood, like it's only been two weeks and I know it's going to fluctuate in and out. I don't think it's going to get um, easier or better or whatever. It's going to have, you know, ups and downs. Sure. Um, but it's teaching me a lot already, um, that I didn't realize was going to teach me. Like I knew it's going to be life changing, blah, blah, blah. Like, as like I, they say, but it has been much more than I thought. And I hope that, you know, wherever you are, um, that your presence, um, you're, you're aware of how present you are in your, in the moments, like your day to day moments in the mundane, in your prayer, um, in your connections with your coworkers, your friends, um, classmates, spouses, wherever you are, like just, just take that one day and enjoy it. Um, because as, as much as, you know, mundane is not exciting or whatever, um, it is beautiful in its own way and um, can teach you a lot about you, um, about your your friends, your family, um, and most importantly with your relationship with God, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I've kind of wanted to talk about is kind of what I've been reflecting on a lot recently. But like I said, we're going to keep these episodes where it's just me full episodes pretty short um 30 minutes i think is pretty good um so follow us on social media if you haven't already living ardently pod on tiktok living ardently on instagram um youtube us at living ardently uh, podcast um follow me at it's only adrian on instagram subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you're listening to podcasts apple or spotify spotify you can now rate in the podcast so go ahead and do that for me five stars would be amazing um if you have time to write a review that's awesome too uh thank you guys for listening um if you guys want to support the podcast financially you can use you can do that by uh, getting yourself something nice through be your heart design through our affiliate links Living Ardently is in, we are affiliates with Be Your Heart Design and they have some amazing stuff for you. You know, those of you who are parents, you want to get something for your baby. Um, we have some pretty great stuff. Um, you know, we're, we're blessed to be part of that community. Um, we've gotten some gifts from Be Your Heart, like, a, you know, a nice blanket, the Marion book we get to read to her, um, and some other gifts that we've gotten from them and it's been awesome. So get yourself something for yourself, for your baby, for whoever you know and it won't be any extra cost to you you just use our affiliate link and we get a percentage of what you purchase and so that's been really helpful um that's paid for a lot of our subscriptions our month-to-month subscriptions um that we have to use for our podcast um so if you guys continue to use that greatly appreciated we also have an affiliate with um amazon and um you can get some of the stuff that you know like the microphones we use through our affiliate links on um in our link tree on our instagram so go check those out if you're looking for to get a microphone or a couple other things um check out my um art my tech page that i'm doing on the side which isn't like huge but it's pretty fun to do to do tech i'm a big tech nerd big apple nerd really but um it's called ardently tech you can follow that on instagram and uh check out the affiliate links to all the stuff that we promoted on there through that link tree on ardently tech but yeah guys i mean i really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um if you guys have any questions you want to talk about 
um, this parenthood thing or patience or you know being present uh, send us a DM on Instagram or um, however you can contact us through our phone number on our in the show notes we have a phone number you can text or call that it's a Google phone um, if I don't am not fast to respond to it apologies in advance but it is a great way to contact us a bit more personally than a DM um, but I will see you DM right away so if you want to talk about it let's do if, if you want to be a guest on the podcast let's talk about it I mean again I'm going to take it a bit slower um, but yeah it's also going to be a bit easier if I resort to just voice audio so anyways that's it I've been talking too much at the in- um, outro but I hope you guys enjoyed the rest of your week or weekend whatever it is God bless and until the next episode whenever that is keep living orderly peace sign them out Kiara See you guys.